When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. So yeah, I was at the game last night with the rapper Kodak Black, very similar to when I went to the Spurs game with uh, Snoop Dogg, whatever, we were in the building at the same time. But he was allegedly caught in a luxury suite in an amorous moment What we've since learned is, upon review, no goal. Both he and his partner had their clothes on. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports talk show. It is the RP Show coming at you from South Florida and the other half of the show coming to you from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And I'm not going to waste any time. This is the warm-up. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network and also YouTube Live. We are TV and and streaming live now. And let's bring in the co-host, Darren Moose Dupont. And I got to tell you, Moose, before we get to the tackle the big sports topics of the day, I opened up the text line today, the 902 text line. The number's on the screen already. And I saw all these people from the Calgary area that have responded, and they're going to the Palace Athena's Women's Fighting Championship Saturday night at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. I'm going to be there with them. So... I see that you put out the bat signal to everybody, and these Isn't folks that have great? responded. Have you seen this? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I, I put it out that, uh, well, I got word from the folks at Palace Athena that we had a few tickets to give away. And so we were giving away a few tickets last night um, for people who texted in on the text line. I think we're going to have more to give away today. Um, so that's exciting, too. Um, but you got to text us on the text line at 902 518 uh, three zero three three but yeah they're they're ready in calgary for this event saturday yeah if you're in the southern alberta area you got tickets you got tickets you got tickets i'll see you there at the gray eagle casino and resort what a great way to start our residency saturday night anyways coming up on the program today a lot of nll talk in terms of the interviews saskatchewan rush defenseman matt beers will be with us and moose's broadcast partner on the rush broadcast Cody Jansen's going to be with us. He's coming up an hour too. Can we hit the direct, uh, Director Jordan, can we hit the quick six show horn, please? And thank you. Because I want to jump right into it. Not, not any more dilly-dallying moose because we got a lot to get to here. I got CFL, I got NFL, and I want to go deep on all of them. We're starting with hockey Wednesday night in the show. Brad Marchand scored twice, 15 seconds apart in the first period, completed the Hattie. With a shorty uh, later in the second, leading the Boston Bruins to a 5-1 victory over the Montreal Canadiens. I saw my good family friend, Craig Button, saying on SportsCenter that Brad Marchand is the most interesting player in the NHL. 
What does that even mean? Joe Pavelski had two goals and three assists for his career uh, first career five-point game. Jason Robertson scored to extend his NHL best home point streak to 11 games, and Dallas beat Seattle 5-2. As usual, these are in no particular order. Ryan Dezingle scored two goals. Carl Vejmelka stopped 45 shots, and the Arizona Coyotes upset the Toronto Maple Leafs 2-1 last night. Moose, did you stay up and watch the game? I did. I mean, what a goaltending performance that was last night. That was fun to watch. Is Austin Matthews' dad a cowboy? I know, with the leather jacket. and he had, Did they have the cowboy hat on too, right? Yes. Was it Western it was night awesome. at Gila River Arena? I did not know that I there were know. cowboys in Scottsdale. I know there's a lot of cowboys in the Valley. I didn't know there was any in Scottsdale. Apparently, Austin Matthews' dad is a cowboy. Yeehaw! Dezingle, playing his first game since December the 10th, matched his previous season output of two goals. And uh, the aforementioned Austin Matthews scored 14 seconds into the third period. It was set up by Jake Muzzin and Michael Bunting. And the goal set a franchise record for Austin, who grew up in nearby Scottsdale. It's his ninth consecutive road game scored tie. So breaks the record previously held by Babe Die. I haven't heard that name in a long time. I think more people need to have the nickname Babe. Also, Frank Mahovlich and Daniel Marois. So that's what happened in the NHL last night. I see as we sit here, the Oilers have still not signed Evander Kane, but I'm told that it's imminent. And can I just ask you this before I move on to the NFL and wildcard weekend, Darren? Do you think is there a chance, because I've seen this happen with pro teams before, that Ken Holland just threw up a trial balloon at his media address the other day to see how it would be received with Evander Kane? And because a lot of yes. people have denounced it, that they that they won't? Or do you think it's legit Evander Kane's heading to Edmonton? Well, I think there's some legitimacy to it. And I think he'll end up in Edmonton after mm. all of this. But, but GMs, as you know, and hockey teams and personnel, they don't want to tell you what they're doing until it's done. They don't want to tell you what they're thinking yeah. and who they might sign. So if he's leaking this and, and saying this ahead of time, then yeah, that's a trial bull. That's trying to you know test the temperature of the, of the public and his people. So if, if he didn't want people to know, he would have just said, you know, let's wait till it's done and and then announce it. But uh, yeah, I think he would have just done it. Yeah. yeah, it's certainly looking that way. That's point one NHL stuff. Hey guys, Moose here. When you're done listening to this podcast, you should check out Blindsided. The Players Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's called Blindsided from the Players' Tribune. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. And they've already had guests that include Kevin Lowe of the Oilers, Paul Bissonnette, and Kurt Warner. It's available now. The Players' Tribune launching its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided with Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. You can check it out now when you're done listening to this wherever you get your podcasts. Point two is uh, wildcard weekend in the National Football League. 
Wild card weekend in the National Football League. Six games. I want to look. Here's the point spreads from our exclusive betting partner, betregal.net. Saturday doubleheader. It's the Las Vegas Raiders at Cincinnati. I might add every home team's favored, if it means anything. Every home team's favored. The Bengals are favored by five and a half. Later on, it's the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are favored by four. Sunday, triple header. Eagles at Tampa Bay. The Bucks favored by eight and a half. San Francisco at Dallas. The Cowboys favored by three. Pittsburgh at Kansas City to end the triple header Sunday. Chiefs favored by 12 and a half. And then the first ever Monday night playoff game in the National Football League. It is the Cardinals at the Rams. And the Rams are favored by four. By that, they're saying that the San Francisco-Dallas game will be the closest because it's the most narrow point spread. Can I ask you, there will be an upset. There'll be at least one road team win. Who's it going to be, Moose? And I'll put that to the viewers, too. Who's going to be the road team that wins this weekend? That's a great, great question. I'm going to go Thank you. with Vegas, the Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. You love the Raiders. I, I have a soft spot for them. I think there's something really kind of special going on there. I really do. Well, tell me why. Tell me why. You're the football guy. How are they going to yeah, get the Bengals you know in their park? Look at the adversity that they've gone through, right? With the whole John Gruden situation, they've had two players, including Henry Ruggs, you know, with his incident and, and then being released, and he was a star and a high draft pick. Derek Carr just seems to me like a gritty, true, honest leader that has the locker room. Feels like he's got the locker room. They've got enough playmakers, and I think he can lead them in the playoffs. They're battle-tested. They've gone through it, including the final week of the regular season, just to get in. So for that reason, I think they're, uh, they should be the favorite and, and, uh, in that game. And for Cincinnati, they're just a little bit too young and inexperienced. Their first time in the playoffs here. Okay, well, your pick is the Raiders. My pick will be the New England Patriots to go into Buffalo and upset the Bills in an AFC Eastern clash because the Patriots are used to the cold. Not many other teams are. It is a fun question. Sprinkling in a few comments as we go from our viewers, opening up the t opening up Taco Time early today. Taco Time viewer takeover. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in regarding Evander Kane. She says, if it happens, it happens. The order not going to lose players. He's just a rental. Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York. I never thought about this, but the Leafs losing to the worst team in the NHL last night. Ryan says, was last night's Leafs loss as big as Carolina legend David Ayers beating them back in 2020? Yes or no? Is it comparable losing to the Coyotes? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. No, I don't think so either. And from Darren in Salt Lake City, saw that the Rams brought Eric Weddle off the rocking chair to play safety. Love Weddle. He's a Utah guy. Hope he doesn't get hurt, though. Uh, yeah, Eric Weddle has come out of retirement to play uh, <laughs> this weekend in a playoff game on Monday night. I apologize if I can't get to all your comments here as we move along. There are a lot of them. This is the warm-up, and you're watching on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including the wonderful state of Florida, where they carry Game Plus Television on TDS Cape. They're starting to recognize me, but more people are recognizing my Jeep. Where have we heard that before, Moose? Uh, curling. Curling for point three. Ring the bell, you pansy! Appar <laughs> breaking news from Thursday morning. A pair of Olympians 
and former world champions will represent Canada in mixed doubles curling at the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. It was announced jointly this morning by the Canadian Olympic Committee and Curling Canada. Rachel Holman, our good friend, and John Morris, along with national coach Scott Pfeiffer, will play their first game at the National Aquatic Centre in Beijing on February the 2nd against the great British duo of Jennifer Dodds and Bruce Mua, the reigning world mixed champions. It'll be Morris's third trip to the Winter Olympics and an opportunity to be a three-time Olympic gold medalist for Rachel. It'll be her second Olympics, having skipped Canada's women's team in 2018 in Pyeongchang. That came out this morning, and I don't mind saying, mixed doubles at the Olympics is one of my favorite sports. It might even be my favorite sport. Behind hockey, nothing will touch hockey. But mixed doubles, for a squirrel like me, I love the action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you must too. It's it's quickly becoming, you know, one of the more popular sports. I mean, you're right. So much action. It's so different. It breaks it up a little bit. Not as monotonous. It's a lot of fun. Highly, highly entertaining. We have CFL news. A few items here. Uh, this will be point four slash five. Uh, Dane Evans won't be waiting for the start of CFL free agency after all. Wednesday night, the Hamilton Tiger Cats announced they've re-signed the American quarterback to the 2023 season. He was slated to become a CFL free agent February 8th. The product of Sanger, Texas, has started 18 games for Hamilton over the past four seasons, including one playoff game and two Grey Cups. He's 28 years of age. He led Hamilton to a second straight Grey Cup appearance last season, completing four of nine passes for 21 yards before being forced out of the game due to injury. It's led to our poll question, because I saw the reaction from Ticats fans and CFL fans last night. When this came out, it was like, okay, Jeremiah Masoli is the odd man out in Hamilton, obviously. It doesn't look like he's going to want to go back and play second fiddle to Dane Evans, although they have a nice kind of one-two thing going on there. But they're expecting Jeremiah Masoli to leave. So the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who would you rather sign? Which CFL free agent quarterback would you rather sign? Trevor Harris, whom we heard from yesterday, or Jeremiah Masoli? For me, it's Trevor Harris in a runaway. If we can bring the moose back on, because for a lot of reasons, obviously, if I'm on your team, I'm on your team, and I'm on Trevor Harris's team. But he doesn't get hurt. Masoli seems to always get hurt. And if you're going to invest that kind of dough in your starting quarterback, I want a guy that I know is going to be on the field. And Trevor Harris has the backing behind him statistically, the all-star nods, great cup appearances. To me, it's Trevor Harris in a walk. But the Twitter result that I saw here, over 80% were voting for Jeremiah Masoli. So either that is a Hamilton-centric area polling result or they actually believe that. Yeah. Where are you on that poll question? Well, what do we all want in society? We all want a huge payoff, right? We all want to get in with no risk, really low price, and have a huge payoff. That's what Jeremiah Masoli is. I don't think he can command the big dollars right now because of those injury concerns, because of the down year. But I think there's an opportunity for somebody to bring him in. And if he gets an opportunity, the ceiling with Jeremiah Masoli is so high and he has such great athletic ability that he could really out-earn any contract, but it's a lot safer and you kind of know what you're going to get with Trevor Harris. Well, 
I don't think this has changed in uh, the CFL business since I left the league three years ago. The NFL pays on potential. <coughs> Kirk Cousins. <coughs> Joe Flacco. The CFL pays on what you've done. <coughs> Henry Burris. Jeremiah Mosoli, to me, hasn't done enough to command big dollars. Trevor Harris has. Um, Troy's watching in Tirana. He says, if I was a Cowboys fan, I would be nervous about the 49ers. I think they can upset the Cowboys. Well, I'm staying away from that game. You never bet on your team. I don't. It's my policy. I don't bet That's on my right. own team. And every playoff matchup scares me for the Dallas Cowboys. Every one. Yeah. But I still think they'll win. Darren in Salt Lake City says he thinks Jeremiah Masoli ends up in Ottawa. Jeff the Stamps fan says Harris will end up in Toronto. Masoli to Ottawa. I think Trevor Harris could end up going back to Ottawa. That's my thing. Uh, Jen at the Four Seasons, uh, she's taking the 49ers. Blasphemous! Jamie in Nova Scotia says, I don't think the Pats beating the Bills will be an upset. As Belichick will outcoach the Bills, even though Mac Jones is a rookie. That's from Jamie. Yeah, it would, the game's in Buffalo, so if the Patriots win, it's an upset. That's right. Um, the Winnipeggers are awake, and I appreciate all, every single one of them. They said the Jets are home tonight. They're very excited. Ring the bell. Happy Jets game day. The, what I got it written down here. The Winnipeg Jets visit the Detroit Red Wings. In one of three, six, nine, one of 11 NHL games time. Very busy night in the National Hockey League. Winnipeg Jets at Detroit. I'm not sure how long it's been. The Jets fans will have to tell me how long it's been. Um, Florida off tonight. My good friend Thad the other night, he's one of my new South Florida, uh, South Florida friends, Panthers season ticket holder. The Panthers are off tonight. They're home to Dallas tomorrow night. Hey, Thad. I was coming over to see you the other night at FLA, FLA Live Arena, but you were in one. So I just, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was, hey, Good what idea. the hell? It was a Tuesday night against, yeah, Tuesday night against Vancouver. Let's party. Kodak Black was. Why not? Where was I? Where was I? We're uh, really rolling fast through our topics today, Moose, which is great. Oh, but we got to take a break. So when we come back, We'll delve into more of all these topics, the CFL issue, the NFL issue, the NHL issue. I want to get your take on Novak Djokovic. We sit here on a Thursday, and they still haven't decided yet whether or not he's going to be able to play in that Aussie Open. Um, I want to see if your stance has changed, because my take, by the way, is that he should be kicked out, sent home, and suspended. That's all what right. I think. So get your take coming out of the break. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Another beautiful day here in South Florida. <clears throat> Any day is a great day, of course. Every day is a great day. It is what you make it. Uh, I had a, all these plans, Moose, 
coming out of the break to get to sponsor mentions, and I will get to them. I just want to tell you to take a peek at the text line later on today because even more text messages have come in from viewers that want to go to Saturday night's Women's World Fighting Championship. Palace Athena's Women's World Fighting Championship in in, uh, Calgary at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. I will be there live and just text the show line and with MMA and we've got free tickets for you. And I'll see you there. But Larry in Medicine Hat has written in on the Taco Time text line here with the comment, I think might be Taco of the Day, comment of the week. He says, my Taco Bowl favorites, he spells Taco like YMCA. Give me a T, Tennessee. A, Arizona. C, Cincinnati. O, Buffalo. Wait a minute. Buffalo. Oh. There's no Oh, I was almost going to give him the... But I can't. I can't. Nice try, Larry. Oh, for effort. Right. Still Jeff the Stams fan. (laughs) The leader in the clubhouse. And uh, Larry. Larry in Winnipeg writes in on the 902 line. He's watching on Game Plus TV. He says, I'm here. Because Hustler said to check you out. I'd be pretty pissed if they moved Canadian teams when the seven teams produce 30% of revenue, which has carried many American teams and still does. Larry's a new viewer in Winnipeg, so I want to welcome into the Rod Squad fold. But let me say this. Historically, the seven Canadian teams have produced 30% of the revenue. But they're not now. And for how long is that going to be the case? I think that's what the issue is here. I don't want to take a left turn to negative town at all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get back on topic. I just wanted to read his comment. But because it is Winnipeg Jets game day, and they're at Detroit, I went to betregal.net, checked the line. The Jets are favored by a goal and a half. Moose, deal or no deal? Deal. I'll take it. Jets arrested. They're ready to go. Jets by a goal and a half. Yeah, deal. Uh, by the way, you can throw some change down on the dub as well. You can bet on junior hockey at betregal.net, by the way. No games tonight to bet on, but tomorrow night, Medicine Hat Tigers at the Moose Job Warriors. How about that? Sask- Saskatoon Blades at Swifty. PA Raiders at Lethbridge. Brandon at Red Deer. Victoria at Colony. Bet on them all at betregal.net or sign up and play for free by clicking on the play free sports book that's what i do uh just continuing on some other news of the day why we love daytime sports talk so much here there's more out of the cfl the ottawa red blacks announced their coaching staff this morning all told seven members of the team's 2021 staff are returning with two new coaches guess who the two new ones are it's like an easter egg hunt <laughs> head coach paul lapolis defensive coordinator mike benavides Special teams coordinator Bob Dice, offensive line coach Paul Charbonneau. I believe Sharbs is new. Receivers coach Alex Suber. Quarterbacks coach Will Arndt. I believe Will is new. Am I right on that, guys? I think we nailed it. Uh, defensive line coach Kerry Bailey. Linebackers coach Patrick Bourjon. Defensive backs coach Greg Knox. Haven't heard that name in a while. That guy was a killer. And the running backs coach to be named should be a good one. There's a lot of them out there and available. Again, what's the poll result on YouTube, Clark? I'm wondering if it varies from Twitter. Our poll question today is who would you rather sign? Which CFL free agent quarterback 
Trevor Harris or Holy Moly Jeremiah Masoli? What's the YouTube? Ah, Trevor Harris leading on YouTube by 55% of the vote. Okay. It's 80% plus on Twitter for Masoli. My other point here, which I promised I would get to, Novak Djokovic remained in limbo even after he was included in the draw for the Aussie Open this morning with the tennis star still awaiting government decision on whether to deport him for not being vaccinated for COVID-19. And I think there's a little more to it than this story says, but despite the cloud hanging over Djokovic's ability to compete, Australian Open organizers included the top seed in the draw. He is slated to play fellow Serb Mayamir Kekmanovic who was ranked world number 78 in the opening round next week. Apologies to our closed captioner at Game Plus. Mayamir Kekmanovic. Novak had his visa canceled on arrival in Melbourne last week when his vaccination exemption was rejected, but he won a legal battle on procedural grounds that allowed him to stay in the country. Now it's in the hands of Australia's immigration minister, Alex Hawke, He's deciding the answer on this since the judge reinstated the visa on Monday. So the judge said you can play, but now it's up to the immigration minister. And I, what a dick move to sit and make. I'll get back to you, okay? Wait, can't just make a decision like that? Right. What do you got to do to make the but decision? I think, just decide. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Come on, make the decision. Let's go here. But I think that he lied from what I understand on his application. We've all got those forms when we come into a country. If I lied, I would expect to be barred entry. So why shouldn't he be not only kicked out, but suspended for a month or two? Agree or disagree? Yeah, I, I don't know where it's going to go. Like, I'm not as upset about him getting an exemption and being allowed in when other people aren't because... The spirit of all of these COVID regulations is we'd love to have exemptions for everybody. We just don't have the capacity to be able to actually give exemptions, right? We let NHL players get into a bubble and play hockey, but we weren't going to let me go home and see my family at Christmas time. Well, if I had money to present a plan to the government and buy all the tests for my family and we were going to do four or five negative tests and prove it all before we entered back into the workplace and all of that, we could have got special exemption to go home and see our families, but there's no capacity for that. So I'm, I'm cool with it, but I also agree with Rafael Nadal, which is what you've been saying too. Hey, if you're not vaccinated, this is the chance you take. It's now up to that guy and whatever he decides, you got to live with because you're not vaxxed. So living with the consequences is what Novak's got to do. He doesn't really have any ability to argue right now. He has to sit there and wait until somebody tells him what to do. Well, again, I caution those to be worried or to be cognizant of we don't know all the details. We're going by what we're told. And right. he says it was human error on his entry visa application. I think he lied. He seems like the kind of guy that would. So I say I know, no right? mercy. But that's that just feeling. Me. Um, the Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship is coming to Calgary this Saturday night. Saturday's card features two world titles on the line, including Canadian Sarah Kaufman versus Claudia Lite for the 135-pound world title. See it live 
at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary or watch live on pay-per-view. Visit pawfc.com for more information. And right now, you don't even need a pre-sale code. Text the 902 line right now with MMA if you're in the Calgary area and we'll award you a pair of tickets for Saturday night at Gray Eagle and I will see you there. Do we want to award them tickets to our VIP table, Moose? Let's think about that. Don't answer that until we talk about it. Great idea, though. Yeah, it is. It is, right? We got a VIP table there. Stay mm, tuned make it tougher. for tomorrow's yeah. show. Exactly. Uh, for the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday, which is today. Again, for the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one half off at Taco Time today. And I feel like that would really fill you up, wouldn't it? It would really fill you oh, up. Yeah. I want to get back into the viewer comments here. Um, Oleg in Winnipeg says he wants to win so bad. What do you want to win, Oleg? The comment of the week? We'll get that to you, potentially. But right now, uh, the leader in the clubhouse is Jeff the Stamps fan. And listen, that wasn't easy for me to do because he and I have a long-standing rivalry and history. But the guys earned it. He was earned it. He's like, where's the next You're remote broadcast? Wait, Taco? Hmm? You're nothing if not fair. I'm he extremely open-minded. Yeah. From Sean Cameron watching on YouTube. 100% Darren DuPont bang on regarding the Djokovic saga. Well, I'm open-minded enough to say, hey, maybe you're right. They let NHL players into the country when others couldn't. Based on what, by the way? Why, why was that right? I don't have a problem with it. I got well, to watch my NHL we hockey. Want I was to. the happiest guy in the world. What, what makes that right in your mind? Well, because we want to. I mean, the spirit of this is we don't want to close businesses. We don't want to close schools. We don't want to shut things down. We just want to keep people safe. So if we could do that NHL bubble situation and vax everybody and and, and go through all of these negative tests and everything else for every single event in every jurisdiction at every level across the world, we would do that. But we just don't have capacity to do it. And it's expensive. So if these private entities or these leagues want to come up and say, we'll pay for it, this is our plan, we'll present it to the government, great, right? They would let each of our families present plans and approve them, but they just don't have the capacity to handle that. It would be crazy. Right now, the call line to get on an airline is 8 to 12 hours. So you, you just can't do that for everybody. So you have to pick and choose. And sometimes things that are going to generate revenue, like an Australian Open, they would take precedent. How very capitalistic of you. Yeah. <laughs> From Jeff in the zone. Jeff in the zone. Watching on YouTube. Morning, Rod and Darren. Where can I watch the Saskatchewan Rush game online? You got an answer for them? Yeah, T TSN Direct and ESPN Plus in the States. And finding out that if you're in the San Diego area, we're going to be on the CW in San Diego on Friday night. How about that? How about that? Where's Rick Regan on that one? How about that? I like it. LFG. In Canada, uh, TSN.ca. San Diego, that's a German term, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, uh, Rod and I have a love-hate relationship. I'm nothing if not honest. I'll say it again. I don't want to give the guy the the $50 gift card. He's earned it. So, yeah. Let me get to a sports update. Moose, I'm going to adjourn you, okay? And I'll see you back here in an hour or two. Cool? See you next hour. Okay. All right. Uh, A sports update here in hour one of the RP show today. Curlers John Morris and Rachel Holman have been picked to represent Canada in mixed doubles at the Beijing Olympics. Curling Canada consulted with the Canadian Olympic Committee and owned the podium before the announcement this morning. The cancellation of the mixed doubles trials forced the federation to select athletes rather than have reps determined via traditional playdowns. Curling Canada cited travel risks and positive COVID-19 cases among athletes for its decision to scrub last month's event in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. Meanwhile, the Western Hockey League is proud to announce 53 WHL players have been named to the NHL Central Scouting's midterm rankings ahead of this summer's NHL draft. Six WHL players are listed among the top 30 North American skaters, led by Winnipeg Ice forwards Matthew Savoy and Connor Geeky, who are ranked third and fourth. Denton Matechuk of the Moose Jaw Warriors is the top-ranked defenseman. He is the ninth-ranked skater. The East Division trio is joined by Seattle Thunderbirds blue liner Kevin Korchinski, Swift Current Broncos rear guard Owen Pickering, and Kamloops Blazers defenseman Mats Lindgren in the top 30 North American skaters. Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors are in Milwaukee tonight to take on Yanis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks. It's one of five games on the NBA schedule. The Raps are off. And former Cubs and Red Sox pitcher John Lester has announced his retirement. The durable lefty who won three World Series titles in 16 years in the majors told ESPN, quote, it's kind of run its course. Lester helped Boston win the championship in 2007 and 2013 and did the same for the Cubs in 2016. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Maddie Beers of the Saskatchewan Rush joins us live next. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Glad to be back back with you today on the RP Show, Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. Very big week as the Saskatchewan Rush get back at it. Rescheduled game, very important information to get out there. It was supposed to be New Year's Eve. The Rush were going to host the San Diego Seals. It's been pushed back to this Friday night. And Matt Beers is going to be there, of course. Big Rush defenseman, 6'3", 205, out of Port Coquitlam, B.C. Joins us today to preview the big match and uh, matt welcome to the rp show as the rush get set and look for their first home win of the season uh hi how does the world find you today matt are you in saskatoon yet i'll be uh, i'll be flying to saskatoon later today i just got off my night shift uh, as a firefighter uh, i hope you can see me there my screen's black so i don't exactly know where my head's lining up but uh 
yeah, just just getting the family in order here before we take off and uh, have a practice tonight. Don't move a thing. You sound great. And let's talk about the game. I was reading the game notes. Just for one, this isn't going to be easy for you to get the first home win because the Seals are the first place team in the West. Talk about your opponents, by the way, Friday night. Yeah, they're uh, they're a team with high-powered offense. Uh, they have some very good players, some young rookies that are performing really well right now. They're coached by uh, you know some good players who have them running a good system defensively and a goaltender that's you know seen a lot of years in the NLL. So they're a team that's definitely trending upwards as far as where they have in the last couple of years. But uh, you know we're we're a hungry team with a bunch of veterans that I feel have underperformed you know on both sides of the floor. And we're hungry to get things rolling in the right direction. I, I know the first couple of games haven't gone the way we wanted, but there definitely are some positives to draw from. So regardless what San Diego team we see this week, I think we're going to be ready. All right, Matt, I can tell already that you're a great interview. So let's get into it. At one and three with a new coach, I would think it's early, but it's also a short season. And I'm hearing the panic amongst the Rush Nation. They're not used to being one and three. So what is your take on this start? And, you know, what's it going to take to turn it around? You know what? I think Derek said in an interview this week, you know, we need to focus on offense and putting the ball in the net. I think we've been pretty responsibly you know, driven on the defensive end with, you know, moving the ball up and, and trying to get a few goals in transition. But, you know, we need to do a better job not turning the ball over in transition. We need to get off the floor quickly and give our offense, you know, long sets so they can actually get their entries and, and get their flow going offensively. It's one of those things where, you know, we can stop the ball on the defensive end, but if we're not being responsible, transitioning the ball up to our offense, you know, we can do a little bit better job helping them out on their side of the floor. So. I think, you know, we know what to do as a team. We've gone over it. We've seen where the, the breakdowns have been in film. But, you know, to start out three one-goal games, you know, one of them we actually scored in overtime and had a few opportunities to end it in Halifax. And then, uh, you know, last week in, in Albany, it was a bit uncharacteristic for us to uh, to play the way we did. But, you know, long travel, a few weeks off, you know, no excuses on our end. But definitely we're, we're, we need a better result than what we put out last week. So. I think it's a team that's uh, that's focused and ready for uh, for a big divisional game against San Diego. Yeah, well, I was surprised. It was a 10-5 loss at Albany. I didn't think that they were that good of a team. Apparently, they are. But let me ask you. Let me ask you this. I mean, you've played in all four games. You've played a home game. Um, the glare on the rush and the fact that the fans care so much. How are you enjoying that? Because you came from Vancouver, long-standing franchise out there. But is it different playing in Saskatchewan? Do you feel a little more? buzz and hype behind the team and the fan base yeah there, there's just so much passion in saskatchewan whether it be for the football team lacrosse team their hockey team i mean they care here they they are invested and you know they're they're following us very closely so you know you're under the microscope a little bit but there's a lot of talent there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that care our, our lineup nobody wants to win more than the players and we're going to do whatever it takes to write the ship you can believe that can you tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind? Born in 89, if my math is correct, that would make you 32. And you're from Port Coquitlam. Just tell us a bit about your uh, lacrosse road, if you don't mind, and how it's led you to the rush. I, I actually grew up in Coquitlam, which is just a little bit up the, the hill from Port Coquitlam. Um, I, I grew up in Coquitlam, minor lacrosse, played my whole career there. 
Uh, played my whole junior career in Coquitlam as a junior Adnac. Sorry, the dog. The dog needs to go here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this um, it's a big organization with a lot of very uh, talented players. So I was able to play with quite a few players that are in the NLL right now. So we got to learn off each other and, and grow up together. And Hall of Fame coaching throughout my minor career, I was very fortunate to grow up where I did. and. Got an opportunity to play in the NLL when I was 20 years old with the Washington Stealth. Uh, we won the national championship my first year. We had a very, very good run. We went to uh, three national championships in four years, I believe, and won a Minto Cup with Coquitlam. So, you know, my lacrosse career started out very, very promising. We know with a lot of good friendships made along the way, and I'm lucky enough to get to play with some of those players who I grew up with on the Saskatchewan Rush. So. I mean, there's so many good things to be taken out of this game, the relationships, the, the compete and everything about it. And getting to come play for an organization like Saskatchewan is really a dream come true. Can you explain to our viewers what your schedule is going to be, all of the Rush players between now and uh, game time Friday night in terms of, uh, you know, your morning in hockey, we call it the morning skate. In football, we call it the walkthrough. What do you guys call it? The shoot around? Isn't that what it is? What, what's your schedule in the next 36 hours? Um, well, I just got off a night shift at the fire hall. I uh, came home to see my kids and my family for a little bit, and I'll have to be jumping off this call pretty quick to get my bags in the car and head up to the airport. Uh, we got to practice tonight, go for a little bit of a team dinner, and uh, get to bed early, and then shoot around in the morning. Do some film, uh, just shoot arounds with helms and gloves, just get the legs and, and sticks going. Um, we have our, sh our film after offense, defense. We'll have to do film. We'll do uh, probably a cactus club lunch. They treat us well there. Um, we're going to do a little nap, Churchy and I. He's my roommate. And then uh, get ready for game time. Suit up and uh, yeah, just make sure everything's all ready to go and hopefully go out there and get a win. Okay. Last question, because you got to run. What do you order at Cactus Club for lunch? I'm, I'm a big fan of that Cajun chicken, mashed potatoes, green beans thing. What, what do you get at Idlewild's uh, Cactus Club? Are you, you're thinking of the Creole chicken, that one? Yes. Yes, sir. Or is that, uh, is that a different one? I think that's the one you're thinking of. Um, you know what? I used to do Rob's Crispy Chicken. Well, Rob's Crispy Chicken is still there. There was a, a barbecue duck clubhouse they don't make anymore, which is delicious. It's off the menu, but... Um, Rob's crispy chicken or the Creole chicken, something with, uh, you know, a little bit of carb, some chicken and, uh, maybe an appetizer if I'm feeling peckish, but they usually treat us pretty well <laughs> after a uh, shoot around. So you'll just get some good, some, some good base in there with a little bit of protein and get ready for the game. You got a, a busy house and a busy day, Matt. I appreciate the time. Good luck on Friday night, man. Thank you very much. Good talking to you. Mad Beers of the Saskatchewan Rush. Get your tickets from Ticketmaster online, Saskatchewan Rush website, Sastel Center, Friday night, San Diego Seals in town. Viewer Takeover is coming up next. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Taco Time viewer takeover takes over. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. The show is a bit of a work in progress today. You can't see it where you are, but from behind the scenes, it's a little crazy. We're hoping to have a couple of fighters on from Palace Athena's Women's World Fighting Championships on Saturday night. Today's their media day. Great work by Clark and the crew trying to coordinate that. We may or may not have them. The combat sports world is uh, hectic. So we're working on it. But either way, I know this. We will be there Saturday night at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. I'll be there. All you got to do is text MMA to our text line, 902-518-3033. And we've got a pair of tickets for you. And I'll say it again, guys. Roger in Calgary's texted in. If you haven't seen it, I don't think anybody's gotten back to him. So we want to see Roger in Calgary coming down to the Gray Eagle to join us. By the way, Tough Tribe for Men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean, professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman shampoo teams up with an invigorating, cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off a little beard and hair pomade to start your day. Feeling fresh and confident. If you like what we do here on the RP Show, you're going to like what they do. Go support Tough Tribe for Men. Visit their website and order yours now. ToughTribeForMen.com. That's the number four. ToughTribeForMen.com and Amazon Canada. And uh, it is a big day at Taco Time Thursday for the love of burritos. It's buy one, get one half off all day today at Taco Time. So the poll question today is a very interesting one. It is who would you sign? Which of these two CFL free agent quarterbacks would you sign? Trevor Harris, the Edinburgh grad and former first team all-star from the Players Association Awards, or Jeremiah Masoli, the former Ole Miss running rebel? And interestingly enough, on YouTube, Trevor Harris is winning the vote. On Twitter, Masoli's winning the vote. So I feel like we're not going to sort anything out here today. But that's our poll question. And there is a lot of CFL news coming down the pipe today. Uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers announcing this morning the club has agreed to terms on a one-year contract extension with Canadian fullback Mike Miller. He returns for his 11th season in the CFL. The last four were the Blue Bombers. And what a four seasons that been has been back-to-back great cups for Mike Miller and those Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, we'll try and get a little more focused an hour or two when we come back after the break in terms of settling in on one thing. I, I do want to, I noticed that the viewers really want to talk about the Evander Kane to Edmonton Oilers situation because it looks like it's happening. Our friend Sean Simpson from TSN Ottawa reporting this morning that it is a done deal. $1.5 million for Evander Kane prorated for one year. That's double the league minimum for Evander Kane. It's amazing to me. So we'll zero in on that. I also, sniffing, that you want to talk about the NFL playoffs. And our kind of quasi-question today, informal question today, is which road team... Which underdog team will win in the NFL wildcard playoffs this weekend? Because all the home teams are favored, all of them. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute. I see Jack in Calgary writes this. I believe of all the underdog NFL playoff teams, the Cowboys have the best chance of getting to and winning the Super Bowl. Go Cowboys. Yes, but they are favored this weekend by three. They're at home. Cowboys are three-point favorites. I'm asking which road team this weekend will win, because there will be one, probably more than one, out of the six games. 
Mark Zosel watching in Melford, where they do the Melford Shuffle. He writes in and says, what does Pac-Man put on his taco time tacos? Guaca, 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 guacamole. How about that? I'll think about it. It's under review. Hour two coming up right after this break. Cody Jansen of The Rush and more. Stick around here on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com.